Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined once again this week by best friend of the show, Derek from college. What is up, Derek? Hey, buddy. I am all alight with the new Spider-Man news we get to talk to talk about today. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. It is, it is a very good time to be a Spider-Man fan. Oh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before we get to Spider-Man stuff, what did you mm-hmm. do this week? Oh, what did I do this week? Mostly just worked. Mm-hmm. We're um, mm-hmm. so we're transferring locations uh, for the shop up to Oceanside. Uh, so this will be so last week we we're just kind of getting ready for the closure. This week is the last week we're open, mm-hmm. and then I have a couple weeks off, and then uh, and then we are going to be getting everything prepped and ready for Oceanside. So nice. Yeah. So other than that, let's see what else. Just kind of been hanging out um, because I've got some time off. I haven't really been coming up. I haven't really been doing a whole lot. It's just been kind of hanging out, and, mm-hmm. you know, normal, normal life stuff. Yeah. We're looking for a house right now. So that's Ooh. been simultaneously fun and entertaining and also aggravating as we <laughs> see stuff that truthfully should not be priced as high as it is, mm-hmm. given the uh, the state that it's in. There are some places... <clears throat> give you a case in point. We're not normally snobby at all, but mm-hmm. we were at this house the other day and we were outside and I looked, mm-hmm. it was clearly not taken care of. <laughs> and I looked up and the, the roof overhang above the garage, you could see the deck of the roof had rotted completely away and you could see the concrete roof tile, the bottoms of them from mm. underneath the roof. And then we got into the backyard and it just smelled like a bunch of animals had been using it as a toilet. And we were like, yeah, I don't think we're going to I don't think we're going to take this one. (laughs) So it's been a mix of like that and then also really good, like crazy fines and then getting outbid. So it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster, but Mm. we're making it work. Yeah, well, I yeah, I understand how that can be frustrating. I wish you to the best of luck in that journey. Thank you. Are uh, are you looking in the same area or in like different areas? Uh, so we're looking pretty much in the same area. If we can stay around Oceanside, we're gonna do mm-hmm. it. Um, and then, uh, I mean, this will just be local, local flavor for people from Los Angeles and San Diego only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we're trying to stick around Oceanside, um, but we're open to moving different places if we can afford it. And it just kind of fits like what's close to like what we like to do, basically. Mm-hmm. So you know that whole pesky thing of like, well, there's all the things we like to do and we'd like to live near them, but it costs more money to live near them. So how right. close can we get? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. The age old question, how close Absolutely. can we get? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. First asked by our ancestors when they saw fire. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, how close can I get? Well, yeah. Mook set himself on fire yesterday. That's yeah. what we're calling it, by the way. Yeah. Setting yourself on fire. Yeah. Um, he just screamed until he went to sleep for forever. So we're not sure what that's about, but we're figuring it out. Yeah. But sun god be praised. Sun god be praised. Early, early uh, scientists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, that, it's funny. That, that experiment stuff, did not go as planned. Well, well, sun god be praised. Sun god be praised. Sun god be praised. <laughs> Yeah. We should go try and hunt a mammoth. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. 
and by hunt I mean s- circle around it till it falls off a cliff. Till it falls off a cliff, <laughs> exact screaming and waving our hands. Yeah. Should we invent something that puts us toe to toe on the same level as uh, as the predators that were that are trying to eat the same things we're trying to hunt? No, no, no. It'll be fine. Just keep packing them full of our own people, and then they usually end up just going to sleep. Yeah, exactly. We're still working on it, though. Sun God be praised. Sun God be praised. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, this week, what did I do this week? Um, I went to the movies. Um, I saw free guy. Oh, how was that? It was good. It was, it was, um, it was exactly as good as I thought it was going to be going in. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. It it was, I would, out of 10, I would give it like a, a solid, I'd give it a solid seven. Like it's, it's, it's fun. It's funny. It's uh, it's more irreverent than I would have imagined going in, but <laughs> which which Nothing almost was kind of almost it bordered on it being a negative uh, of the movie. Oh no! <laughs> but um, but it wasn't because Ryan Reynolds I think okay. is so charming, like only he can pull it off. Yeah, seriously. Um, there's like a lot of dick jokes in the movie, which I was not anticipating going in. <laughs> See, that makes more sense to me than it being, you know what I mean? Like yeah. with Ryan Reynolds in the mix, I'm like, yeah, Dick's jokes just make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was uh, it was good. It, there was a lot of heart. Um, yeah, Taika Waititi is very funny as the bad guy. Um, oh, he's always so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. It, it was good. They, I think they, they did a lot to kind of explore. So... It's very easy for a movie like this, or it would be very easy for a movie like this to make the vi- like to make the video game stuff completely unbelievable and unrealistic. And right. you know, you know, when you watch a movie that's about a video game and it's clearly written by people who don't play video games, <laughs> right? Well, it's also kind of like um, how Ready Player One mm-hmm. was. It was like mm-hmm. every time you go into the video game world, I'm like, this is whoa, this is too much. Yeah. This was this didn't have that problem. Like the video game stuff That's felt good. very grounded. Um, yeah, it was cool. I, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of heart. You were rooting for everyone, and it was you know a joyous celebration of friends at the end of the movie. So I, I thought it was good. I thought it was real good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that um, sounds good. I will definitely. I was gonna watch it anyway, but now that you said it was good, I'm gonna. I'll run out and, and watch it. Oh, sorry. Uh, speaking of movies, uh, since we since we last talked, I saw Pig. Did you? The, I did. The I sat Cage down movie. and I watched Pig. Uh-huh. Um, it was good. Yeah. It was really, really good, man. Like, <laughs> okay. the performances in it are just like, they're out of control. They're so good. Like, it's very, it's such. Here's the thing that's weird about it. And the best way I can describe it, and if you watch a lot of, which I know you do, if you watch a lot of Nicolas Cage movies mm-hmm. out there, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's so it's such an antithesis of a Nicolas Cage movie that mm. it ends up becoming a Nicolas Cage movie, if that makes sense. In, in what way? Like he has this weird way of like he's got his Nicolas Cage movies that he's doing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Which are very much just you know what you're getting into. He's a dangerous man and like all this stuff, but he flips it so hard outside of the norm of what he's been doing lately mm-hmm. that it becomes almost. It's like a new version of a Nicolas Cage movie, whereas like mm. the art Nicolas Cage is back, which is weird. And it's hard to describe it, but okay. you kind of have to watch it. And you'll understand what I'm talking about when you watch it, just because his performance is so subtly done and so like and not subtly done like in um, 
was it Willie's Wonderland or whatever? Yeah. Where he doesn't talk the entire time. Not <laughs> yeah. like that. Like it's not it's not a silent role. Uh-huh. It is a subtle role. Okay. And it's done in a very effective way. Mm-hmm. Like he fully leans into this character, mm. but in an art style way which is yeah it's really good it's a very not it's like non the best way heard it described and i was like i will adapt that because it's the only good way i can truly describe it it's a non-violent john wick that takes place in the uh portland food scene Mm, mm -hmm. and it's really good all right I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, I sat down. It was before we record, in between the times we've recorded, and I was just like, I have time today. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch this. Yeah, right on. It was awesome. Yeah, highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, go out and see it. So, sorry, didn't mean to step on your toes. I was just excited about that. No, that's that's good. Get that Um, in the mix. Have you watched um, What If at all? I've seen the first episode. Okay. Um, I'm hoping they get better okay i haven't i actually haven't seen any of it yet you Um, haven't seen any of it okay well i don't want to i'll talk briefly i can only speak briefly about the first episode okay um but don't let it taint my opinions taint your experience going in Mm -hmm. um the first episode was fun okay it's the peggy carter Mm -hmm. as captain america um Mm -hmm. it was fun it's fun it felt very the writing wasn't great. It was kind of clunky. The voice acting was kind of mm-hmm. eh. Chris Evans does not play mm. Steve Rogers in it, mm-hmm. which was also like at the beginning, I was like, oh, it's Chris Evans. And then as the episode goes on, I'm like, oh, that's not Chris Evans. <laughs> um, close, but not mm-hmm. not a one for one. Um, it, I don't know. It didn't quite hit me in a way. Like I, I'll put it this way. The throughout the episode there were points where i was like this is it like we you've teased this up mm-hmm. and like really pumped it up for this tv show and this this is what we end up with mm-hmm. like it felt like there was a lot like overhyped and underdelivered i think is the term that i would use yeah but i'm just coming off the first episode and i'm sure there are people that they're listening that are like you're so wrong and i'm like and you're correct because <laughs> i haven't seen anything else and i hope it gets better i really do mm-hmm. um i'm just not ready to watch the cry fest that will be episode two with oh, uh, chadwick boseman's i can't i can't i know i, I cannot yep. like i'm just not i can't do it right now um <clears throat> Because, like, in my brain, somehow, if I don't watch the episode, he's still alive in I know. some way. Like, yeah. it's just weird <laughs> yeah. how my brain's work. I was just like, nope. Because if I watch it, then he de- then he actually dies. And I'm like, yeah. no, but he's, like, actually dead. It's like, no, he's not. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I hope it gets better as it goes along. I'm really looking forward to the zombies one. Obviously, that's the one that everybody's like, oh, my God. Like, let me see that. Because the Marvel zombies have been such a, th- a huge, like, fun part of the comics for so long mm-hmm. so yeah it it's fine it's fine i'm not saying it's bad in any way i just i think i think my problem is i always expect more mm-hmm. and maybe i just need to you know readjust my expectations <laughs> perhaps <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think uh i think that sounds right uh i to be honest i felt the same thing about um Loki at first the first couple episodes yeah. were kind of very slow and and yeah and weren't didn't really grip me 
But uh, as the series continued, obviously, I enjoyed it more and more. So, yeah, I'll definitely give it a shot. Uh, totally. What if. Now, having said that, mm-hmm. I would like to see what if episode one turned into an actual movie. Because mm-hmm. watching Peggy Carter run around as Captain, as Captain Carter would be very fun. Yeah. That on screen. Great. Which there was rumors she was spotted on the multiverse set. So we will, we will see. Oh, the Doctor Strange sequel? Well, something somebody said they spotted her on something that having to do with the multiverse. So that could either be Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness, that could be No Way Home, mm-hmm. that could be something. Actually, let me confirm that before I just spit that out, because okay. I think maybe I just had a fever dream. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, so what else have you watched lately that you would... I'm trying to think. There was something on... Um... I think there was something on HBO that I watched, um, and I'm trying to remember. So I've been watching a lot. Um, been going through Malcolm in the Middle at night. That's been fun. right. Um, trying to think what else. Um, let me look here. Um, not comic book related, but it is something I've been watching. Um, Hard Knocks, which is the the reality show that uh, it's like a mini series reality series that HBO does with NFL teams. And this season is the Dallas Cowboys. And it like basically documents the preseason, like the four weeks of preseason before the actual season starts. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really cool because it, 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 they're shooting it in parallel as it's going on. So they're about like, they're about a week behind the actual preseason schedule. So it it like feels very current, which is pretty cool. And I'm oh, a big Dallas cool. Cowboys fan, so like it's really cool to see like, you know, the how the team is shaping up. And it's shot by it's shot by NFL films for HBO. So like it's oh, cool. Leave Leave Shriver is the um the narrator. Oh, he's um, got such a great narrator voice. Yeah. So it's good. It's really don't if, know even if you don't like football, voice, it's okay. it's pretty compelling. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I actually might give that a watch. I, I don't really follow football, but Yeah. You should just see it from that perspective. And uh, I did do some searching, and um, she was not spotted on the uh, on the sets. But with the ending of the "What If" episode, they're thinking that yeah. that might be the lead-in for it. Okay. So. Did you see? Um, man, I was just about to ask. Oh, uh, dang! I was about to ask you about something, but oh, did, did you I see the, did you sorry. finish this season of the current season of Rick and Morty? Um, I have not. I'm on that late Hulu release schedule. Okay. Um, I don't pay for the. I'm not current on the Rick and Morty oh, deal. Gotcha. Um, I know. I'm one of the. I'm one of those people. <laughs> uh, no, it looks like the season's really fun and different, which mm-hmm. is kind of what it needed because it was starting to. I love Rick and Morty, but it was starting to feel a little, um, little stale towards the end of the uh, the last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this season is is fine it's not in my opinion it's not as good as the first or the wait what season is this fourth or third that's four i think this is four yeah to me the to me the show i to me i think last season or maybe even second season either the second or third season was like where the show kind of peaked for me um Mm -hmm. this season is good i mean it's competently made um it's funny uh to me it's just um it's not as uh there's almost no um, overarching like uh, 
sort of storylines that are continuing throughout the series, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's something that is missed from the uh, from like like how it was in past seasons. Right. Uh, and it's funny. It's uh, it, it's good. There's some cool ideas in it. There's some funny characters. It's just not. It doesn't seem as like. Um, it doesn't seem like the characters or or the the filmmaking team behind it are as excited about the show as they used to be. Um, there's like that's an energy for me that's not there anymore, or there's less of it. But um, it is still good. So I enjoyed the season, just not as much as other seasons. Do you think they might be folding under their own pressure to be keep being Rick and Morty? Maybe. I, it, to me, it seems like the show wants to like explore other stuff. But it feels like it, you know, it to a certain degree, uh, it has it to stick to usual, you know, your, you know, what you would expect from Rick and Morty, right? Um, but there's some good stuff, and there's some okay. more mind bendy stuff in it, which is cool. I always like those Rick and Morty episodes where there's like, like one of my favorite episodes is uh, from last season with the with the snakes. Yes, and it's kind oh, of like, so good. <laughs> it's like snakes Terminator. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, like when you st- all of a sudden realize, like you know, halfway through the episode, what they're actually doing with yeah, the episode. Yeah, what the joke of the actual episode <laughs> yeah. is. Yes, so those are my favorite episodes. Uh, oh, so me there's, too. There's there's some of those as well in this. So the yeah, halfway point or like the almost like end point reveal of the actual joke. It, <laughs> yeah. Those are the best ones, man. Yeah, I love those. And then I guess my other favorite kind of Rick and Morty episode are the ones that are just. Like where they just kind of lean into, hey, this is a cartoon show and we can do whatever, and it's just silly, like the Pickle yeah. Rick episode or like with the dragons. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I like, like the one-offs, the one-offs yeah. that don't have anything to do with yeah. the overarching like B plot that's going on through the yeah. entire season. Like yeah. the best one, yeah, the ones that I like are the standalones. It's like my favorite Family Guy episodes, it's mm-hmm. the ones where it's a Peter-centric episode where it's yeah. just Peter. You're like, oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, just not necessarily as much as other seasons, but it's good so far. That's fair. That's fair. Um, also, uh, I've been watching um, uh, Cosmos, the l- latest season of Cosmos, oh, which is called nice. Possible Worlds, I believe, is okay. the current season. It's. It, I think I have three episodes left. It's really good. Um, okay. They just did the episode about, like, this, this episode of, or this season of Cosmos is very interesting because... It is about it's the the overarching theme is possible worlds, which is like the you know the possibility of the future of mankind elsewhere in the universe. Oh yeah, or totally. or the future of what our planet might look like. Um, oh, you mean when all the rich people just get in their rocket ships and leave? Yeah, when Elysium happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, when Elysium <laughs> happens because it's slowly like starting to become a thing. Yeah, um, it is interesting because the way they're like interweaving like history. And sort of projections about the future is like something I would have never considered to do for a TV show about space. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just did an episode about like the about nuclear energy and like the atomic bomb and stuff like that. It was really interesting. Um, the, the this season is is very good, um, and the photography in it is 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 very very well done as well. There's a lot of blending of um, Neil deGrasse Tyson being on location and also like I believe if I'm not mistaken. It could just be blue screen or green screen, but I believe they did some shooting in the void, the thing that they use for um, the Mandalorian. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
I think there's some of that in there. It looks like it anyway. Where like you know he'll be in the foreground and there's like an LED wall behind him like projecting a yeah. a background plate. I think there's some of that going on. But yeah, the photography is really good. Um, it, yeah, it looks like Planet Earth, but you know with science fiction stuff. And you're not being told it. every five minutes that if the animal that's being highlighted doesn't make it to their whatever <laughs> place that they need to live, they're go- they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Planet uh, Earth. Yeah, it's good. It is. It is very good. I'll check that out. Where are you watching that on? That is, I've been seeing that on Hulu, but I think Hulu? it's, a, yeah, I think it's available on Disney Plus though, uh, because Perfect. of their partnership with National Geographic. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I will definitely have to check that out. I need a new like um, education television show to watch. Yeah, I believe it's on Disney Plus as well. Because let's be honest, Rick and Morty is smart, but it. It's not, oh, I need, it's not I need actual information. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, did you see that um, Ryan Reynolds gave a nod that said that there's a 70% chance of Deadpool 3 starting filming in 2022? No, I didn't, but that's exciting. That was released recently. I think, yeah, I think um, Free Guy Free Guy is probably going to be, um, it is probably Disney's biggest Fox release. Um, after you know, post pandemic, I feel mm-hmm. like, and that movie is uh doing well in theaters. So I, I think Disney likes their partnership with Ryan Reynolds. So, oh no, they should. Yeah, he's only yeah. going to keep making them more money because he's the leader of the like most money making rated R franchise of all time right now. Yeah. Oh, which did also you, happens to be superheroes. Did you? Uh, speaking of um relationships, did you see that the uh the new host of Jeopardy uh is out of here? <laughs> Yeah, that was quick, huh? Yeah. That was a hot second. That was like, we got him. We were Andy's like, gone. okay. We were like, we got him. Okay. Hey. So yeah. it turns out he's not good. We're yeah. like, okay. Uh, like, so we got rid of him. Like, that's fine. We didn't like him that much anyway. So yeah. he's not LeVar Burton or um, what's your face from the Big Bang Theory. So yeah. who cares? Yeah, I saw a headline saying that the – executive producer of jeopardy maybe i don't i don't know if it was actually that person who said it but it was somebody a higher up at jeopardy said that it the job at this point is ken jennings's to lose so that's Mm. where they're thinking that's the direction they're thinking of going which makes sense given his history with the show i personally would have loved to see lavar burton do it i think lavar burton was great at it Oh my god, he um, was amazing! It's the only time I've tuned into Jeopardy since yeah. I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the last like Alex Trebek stuff at night before I go to sleep, and then, you know, and then the Levar Burton episodes, and then I was like, well, I guess that's it for Jeopardy for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I think the, I mean, it seems like everyone on the internet wants Levar Burton as well. Did you see Ryan Reynolds' tweet about about it? I did not. What did he say? He said, um, he that said, uh, when in, in 2013 or whenever. Uh, in 2013, um, a lot of people on the internet were making a lot of noise about me playing Deadpool, and you know Fox listened, and you know the rest is history or whatever. And he said, and then he at the end of the tweet he said, "I'm looking at you, Lavar Burden, or something like that," in mm-hmm. reference to the Jeopardy thing. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. It's a hard thing to take over, Alex Trebek. Oh, dude, Trebek's yeah, massive shoes. Yeah, yeah. And for that answer. It's the Daily Double. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, I got what so are jazzed when I was a kid <laughs> when you like were trying to play along at home. Yeah. And like you get the Daily Double and you're just like, yes, <laughs> fake points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love uh, I love playing along with Jeopardy. That's like a, it's the it's best, a pastime. Man. 
Yeah. The only thing that gets better is watching uh, Wheel of Fortune to see how drunk Pat Sajak gets, like, consistently throughout <laughs> yeah. the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Sajak. Yeah. That's going to be interesting when, when he finally retires or dies. Like, who's going to take over that show? Oh, that one I think is less of a uh, less of a high stakes. Like, yeah, it'll casting, probably be like you know? Rob Riggle or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like wrong fit for the show, but like yeah. it's the only job he's like yeah. knows how to do. So like get after it. Rob Riggle do- is like the one comedian that hosts every game show. Seriously, okay. Do you watch Holy Moly? I haven't all? watched it, but I, I do, know what you're you talking about. Do yeah. me a favor and get into Holy Moly, please, okay. because their back and forth is. Joe Testarossa and uh, Rob Riggle are – they make the show. Yeah. Like the show is fun, yeah. but if it didn't have those two doing it, it would be pointless. They're uh-huh. the ones that like make the show. Like here's the thing for me and Rob Riggle. I love Rob Riggle. Mm-hmm. He had a failed adventure show mm. where he like wore an Indiana Jones type hat the entire time. And the first episode is like it's about the Holy Grail. And so he goes to England and it was just the most like watching just a giant, not even a bull, just watching an uh, elephant labeled America just smash through this China shop, like through English like society. Yeah. Like there are times when the people that he's with are even like a little not sure because he brings a sledgehammer with them and he's like, let's go. And they're like, you can't bring that. And it's almost to the tune where I'm not sure if they know he's joking because he plays that like, I'm an American. I do whatever I want. And it's like, it's uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's the only thing I've seen Rob Riggle in that I'm like, maybe not the best, maybe not the best usage of your time. Sir. Yeah, maybe not this so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll check out uh, Holy Moly. I've, I've yeah, got to check out that. Holy Moly. Holy cow, it's fun. Um. Yeah, do you have any uh you have any other movie news related stuff or anything you think is interesting? Um Have you been seeing this uh the footage of the uh Unreal Engine 5? I have. Looks nuts. Smooth. Yeah. Looks amazing. Uh Yasser Lesser was tapped to be the head writer for Marvel's Armor Wars. Saw so that. That's the cool. Don Cheadle show, right? Yes, that is the Don Cheadle show. So it'll be the closest thing we ever got to an Iron Man show without it actually being Iron Man. Mhm. Um, let's see. Do we know what so, that show is going to be about at all? Like, uh, the, uh, yeah. So basically stack Tark, uh, Tark, Stark Tech. Tech. <laughs> I got it twice wrong. Star Trek it, is, a- I got it wrong <laughs> two times in a row. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I got so excited to talk about it. I just tripped over my words. Yeah. Um, so basically what it is, is that Stark Tech has leaked into society. Like you see in the beginning of, of, uh, Iron Man one. And mm-hmm. it's about him either trying to get, you know, it's about Rhodey trying to preserve Tony Stark's legacy the way he would like to do it. Kind of like how Falcon and Winter Soldier plays into what do we do with Steve's legacy? It's like, maybe don't spin your wheels for three episodes, pick up the shield and start fighting. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so it's essentially that. But I have a feeling with him in there. I have a feeling because this is the first announcement we've seen before anything pre-casting for Ar- Ironheart. I think Armor Wars will lead into Ironheart and move on Probably. from there. So, cuz Yasser Lester to... is a comedian, like he's like a comedy writer typically. So, um, and, yes. and Don Cheadle is a comedic actor as well. Y- yeah, got cut his teeth in comedy. Yeah. So, um, it I mean that leads me to believe maybe like the 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 show will lean more comedic. 
But yeah. I, but who knows? Which I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. It yeah. doesn't start. It doesn't start Tony Stark in it, so I don't care. Which like, may may if it is more comedic, it might even be more um, explicitly an Iron Heart show than we are maybe even getting giving it credit for because i could right. see a you know a a quote-unquote you know sort of like action sitcom with like don Cheadle um having to like mentor this young girl you know what i mean and yeah. sort of you know an odd couple type thing um that could be interesting um but who knows totally um yeah i'm not sure what to uh where to go from there? Um, or it could be Iron too- Lad to, uh, to like the version of Kang the Conqueror to like kind of oh, tie that Kang? all together. Yeah, so maybe Don Cheadle and like a teenage kid that's a, kind of a knucklehead, but a know-it-all knucklehead. There you go. <laughs> who's also the uh, early version of the progenitor of Doom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be interesting as well. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, however they want to play it. I'm like, yeah. it's whatever, guys. Yeah. It's just give fine. me more Marvel stuff. <laughs> just give me more Marvel stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Yeah, uh, so there's that. Uh, there's a new Witcher animated show coming out on uh, Netflix. Okay. Is uh, Henry looks... Cavill in that too? Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Let me see. You know what? I'm not going to bog us down with it. He might be. <laughs> he might not be. Let's just um, say he is. <laughs> let's just say he is and move on. Because um, we got to talk about our main yeah. our main topic today. But uh, before we get on to that, I'm just scrolling to see if I missed anything else. Uh, Cowboy Bebop first look stills came out uh, the other day. Those Those look good, man. They look great. It's uh, really remind. It reminded me where I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta watch that show before the movie comes out. Yeah, it's good to see John Cho again. It is. Mm -hmm. He's such a welcome face, like in sci-fi and like that kind of nerdlinger like area of the. uh, I don't think I've seen him in anything. Not that he hasn't been in anything, but I don't think I've seen him in anything since the last Star Trek movie. Yeah. The Same here. Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. The one with Beyond. the motorcycle in it. <laughs> Beyond success. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beyond cohesion. Yeah. Beyond being good. Just Star yeah. Trek Beyond anything you'd want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then I'm also just on video game side of stuff before we get out of there. There's mm-hmm. a new game coming out called Aliens Fireteam Elite. And it is okay. a co-op, third-person, team-based uh firefight shoot 'em up game where you are a group of colonial space marines that have to fight a bunch of they have to fight a bunch of what i'm sorry you cut out aliens oh okay like the alien james cameron's oh i guess it's not james cameron yeah i guess it's ridley Ridley scott Scott, james cameron it's ridley scott james cameron yeah yeah so it's a third person based over the shoulder like uh co-op shoot em up mm-hmm. survival game that has apparently no checkpoints during the levels so it's oh, like once you're in it you're, you're in, in it to it, win yeah. it yeah which i was like that's cool plus there's an array of like weapons and stuff like that it's just news is just starting to come out for it okay but it looks fun hopefully it's promising yeah no that sounds good um, if they can do that maybe they can take the idea of the predator version of that that came out like a like last year and really make it good this time yeah because i played it i was gonna get it I, I bought it i played it and i was like my with the idea of like getting you and a bunch of friends together and being like this is what we do because it's one of those where some of you are the fire team one of you is the predator and you're all trying to kill the guy who's the predator kind of like a mm-hmm. tag kind of thing yeah <clears throat> it's from the same company that made that friday the 13th game uh, it's the okay. same concept yeah um 
except you're not a bunch of campers with like screwdrivers and hockey sticks. You've got like guns and stuff. But I was, I was, I got bought it thinking that I'd, you know, start like a gaming group, you know, weekly. And it was just mm-hmm. so bad. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to subject my friends to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched a video, like a before you buy video on it, and mm-hmm. I've decided against buying it. <laughs> it's a great idea. How can they not make this? Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't understand it. You could, you know, what would be cool is if you took that concept uh, and made it uh, like with a shark, like made a Jaws game or something like that, where mm-hmm. like, you know, four or five people are like fishermen and divers and stuff like that, and like, you know, Navy SEALs or something like that. And then like one person is the shark. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Each diver has to have its own skill for how you can do it. Maybe yeah. the naval, Navy SEAL can like camouflage himself really well. Yeah. <laughs> And you have to help a team go from point A to point B. That could be fun. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. There's lots. Yeah, there's lots of things. You knowing can do. knowing them, they wouldn't call it Jaws. They'd get a hold of it and ruin it and be like, "It's the Meg game." <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Meg. Yeah. One person is Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, it's somehow it's co-op and yet single player. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're all Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to be Ruby Rose. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, there was another, there's like one more video game thing. Oh, have you uh, have you been playing uh, Warzone lately? I have not. I've actually been taking a break from Warzone. Okay. Um, I've been playing, I've been getting back into Red Dead 2 again. Oh, okay. And uh, Red Dead 2, and I play Wildlands once a week with some buddies. Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is fun, and uh, uh, the new uh, download DLC, The Siege of Paris, dropped for um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I'm trying to catch up and finish the Ireland DLC so I can go over and start playing the um, the uh, Siege of Paris. Nice. So yeah. Call of Duty just announced a new game. There was a an okay. event. There was an event in Warzone called Call of Duty, like something stop that train or something <laughs> call of duty stop that train and stop and, or my mom will be mad at you yeah and it's the first uh it's in Warzone. it's not in modern warfare but it's in Warzone. Okay. it and uh it is the first all co-op Warzone game so everyone in the lobby is fighting against this runaway nazi train that like Ooh. that fi- that has turrets on it that fire um, bullets at first and then after a certain point it fires like um like artillery rounds and then after a certain time it calls in airstrikes uh and you basically have to chase this ch- this train around the, the war zone map and try to blow it up before the before it reaches its destination or something like that it's pretty fun well, i may jump in on that actually tonight when i get home from yeah. work that sounds awesome yeah it's pretty fun uh, and then it ends with a cutscene promoting the new game, which uh, is called Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah, and that's what I've been seeing ads for. Right. I just haven't. Uh huh. And it. that so is that uh, it's a World War II game. Um, cool. Going back World to World War roots. II. Yep. Going back to World War II. Um, and they they advertised the North Africa. Um, so there's North Africa, which Ooh. I'm very excited about because I've never played like a game like a shooter like that in like the desert. So that's no. interesting. So tanks a lot yes. of desert tank warfare yep. we should be seeing that will be fun uh there's planes and stuff in it too which looks interesting um there's north africa the pacific theater the uh, atlantic theater or the eastern theater uh and then there was one other location that i can't remember right now but it looks pretty good like the the cutscene looks really the cutscenes look really good um 
yeah, that's the new game. I, I, it'll probably drop Sounds this awesome. fall, um, like all games do. Oh, yeah. It'll drop here in a couple of months, right before Christmas, mm-hmm. so they can make the most money, and everybody will be like, I want it for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then all the servers will crash on day one. They'll be like, oh, we didn't realize there was going to be that much of a demand. Yeah. <laughs> so we really, it doesn't benefit you to pre-order it. Just order it 72 hours after it releases. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's all the, that's all the, the stuff I got. Um, before cool. our main topic, you have anything else or you want to jump right. in? No, man. Uh, they're making an I other than they're making an Eileen Wernos uh, movie, which should be interesting. I don't know what that is. Eileen Wernos is a uh, she was a drifter killer from uh, drifter serial killer from the seventies. Oh, okay. And, uh, and eighties, um, uh, Lady Black Widow, uh, not Black Widow, because that implies that she married men and then killed them. But um, it's let's see, Peyton List. Is gonna be oh um her and it started oh it's starting it's starting around the centering on the early days of her of her life so yeah that's gonna be here's the thing they're not gonna do it exactly the way her early life went because right. if you actually put that on screen it would be a horrifying nightmare film that people would um full of abuse and sexual abuse and just misconduct and stuff that people would right. uh probably get sick to their stomach which is why it's not a topic that a lot of people talk about but anyway so there's that um Peyton List. I'm just looking up to see who she is because I am not familiar on a name basis. So she was in Gotham, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so it jumps in right. Okay, it jumps in. Let's look. It looks like it's jumping in right at her. Um, she's also in uh, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> oh. And Cobra Kai apparently is the thing oh. she's known for right now. Who's she in Cobra Kai? She is. Uh, where is that Cobra Cat? Tori Tori Nichols. Okay, I think I know who that is. Um, anyway, so this starts when she marries the. Uh, she moves to Florida and marries the. Uh, she married a wealthy guy for a hot minute, and then uh, looked like she could have turned her life around and been fine. But uh, she's also crazy. Okay. So. We'll see how that does. Well, on that nice upbeat news, yeah. <clears throat> shall um, we uh, talk about what we came to discuss today? Sure. Um, yeah, so overnight, um, literally last night, uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer uh, was released by Sony, and uh, it was on the heels of a leaked version of the the teaser trailer. Um, yeah, I'm. I think I'm gonna go with put that in quotes and go with leaked. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a. I think it was a plan to get everybody pre hyped because everybody's been asking about it for so long. So to get that extra deal and then 24 hours later release it. So did you watch the leaked trailer? I did not watch the leaked trailer. Okay. I actually, unfortunately, logged into the internet about. 30 minutes just a little too late after mm. sony purged it so i saw so. the leaked <laughs> teaser trailer and uh while i'm inclined to believe uh, your theory i don't think that it is this case because the, the teaser footage. trailer it, it it is pretty much the same teaser except there's unfinished cgi in it oh. um like there's like some animatic shots in it like that train okay. the train move where like the train cars come around spider-man is like an animatic in that version 
Got it. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't think that it was Marvel or Sony that leaked it on purpose. I think someone just <laughs> leaked it, and I think okay, they fair. rushed this trailer out um, because it was leaked. They were like, let's just capitalize on the momentum and get it out of it and get it yeah. out there. Um, well, either way, yeah. Uh, another another uh, example of the internet wanting something, especially you know. <laughs> nerd culture being like we want this then being like well no and then somebody just being like well fine i'm gonna give it to him anyway yep so what did you overall opinions on the trailer does it get you more or less excited or the same amount of excited for spider-man no way home what, what's your what's your immediate reaction it gets me more excited okay uh for a couple of reasons because uh it'll be interesting to see. i just want to see how they're gonna like what the story's gonna be <clears throat> the journey they go on um and uh yeah i kind of want to see how they fix that i also am very interested i like the fact that it's like <clears throat> if dr strange becomes the new spider-man mentor like we think like you know the theories on the internet suggest right then it will be fun to watch peter parker have a mentor like dr strange who is kind of like tony stark in the intellect and sort of the I have to protect everybody. But the difference is, is that where Tony Stark ruled out of fear, Strange seems like he's operating out of a, let's just, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a more like almost irresponsible with the power that he has, where it's like, you know, Wong's like, don't do it. And he's like, okay, mm -hmm. we won't. He's like, mm -hmm. we're totally going to do it. Yeah. It's like, he almost has sort of like a whimsy to him that I kind of, I think... I'm looking forward to seeing with with Strange was not so dour and serious, which is how he's been portrayed recently. Because yeah. in the comic books, he's very sarcastic and very fun and kind of he has that attitude of like, well, I mean, if we're not going to like really hurt anything, mm -hmm. let's see what happens. So I, I have a theory about um, about this exact point that you're making, but we'll come okay. back to it after I give my like blanket thoughts. OK, fair enough. Um but uh, but yeah, it looks like a fun ride. It's mm -hmm. uh, got a lot of questions. Um, clearly, they are pushing the Sinister Six, <laughs> yeah. um, which I'm very excited about. Yep. And uh, yeah, overall, I think it looks I think it looks like a fun fun ride. I'm glad it's a I'm glad it's coming out at Christmas because it does kind of seem like part of my just sort of the touchstones that I got. It seems like they're not super. I don't know, leaning into like the world is ending kind of stakes. Like it seems like that, obviously, but I th I wonder if this will be a little bit more of a lighthearted kind of speaking to the line of like careful what you wish for kind of thing. Yeah. Like I wonder if it'll lean more Christmas movie -y than I'm trying to say with a lean more of a Christmas movie than like a Marvel like installment. Yeah, I think the sense. stakes seem like they're a little bit more internal um, than they are like yeah. external world ending stakes, you know? Yeah. Um, which is honestly what the last Spider-Man movie kind of was as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I feel like it's good to have Peter Parker's solo adventures with us be yes. a little bit smaller. Yes. Because it just gets too fatiguing if you're constantly, the world is ending! Like, yeah. Again? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what people love about Spider-Man is that the issues he tends to deal with are sort of contained to his personal experience for the most part. Yeah, your friendly neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, uh, I had a similar experience. I, I did watch the leaked trailer. Um, the way the, the version of the leaked trailer I saw was like 
from a phone, but several times over. So like it was a video playing on a phone, playing on a phone, playing on a phone. Ah. <laughs> uh. So it like you could kind of hear the audio and you can kind of see some images. I knew that it wasn't fake because you could you could tell like it was new footage. Like it wasn't like here's some sure. footage from the last Spider-Man movie with some villains from the other Sony uh, trailer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, there's a lot a of those fan mashup trailer. Which <laughs> right. I am so sick of those being on YouTube. Stop yeah. making them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I wonder how much of this because I could tell it wasn't the final version. So I'm like, how much of this will be in the trailer when we finally see it? And then to my surprise, the new trailer dropped and I was very excited. Uh, it was still very um, a, a good trailer. Not much changed between the two. Just some CGI was finished. Okay. Um, yeah, I like the trailer. It got me excited. It, it I, I I don't think this trailer shows a lot of the fi- of the film. No. Uh at all. You know what I mean? Like I think I everything agree. in this trailer is from like the first 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that train thing <laughs> yeah. is basically like Parker like, you know, strange taking him along and Parker being like, "So what do you actually do?" and he's like, "Oh yeah." yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll flip your brain inside out. Yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah, I don't I don't think we see much which is very exciting to me. Like I think there's so oh, much yeah. more of this movie that we we have yet to see, which is very exciting. Um and and I'm still excited for the movie even though it doesn't show a whole lot, which I think is the mark of a good trailer. Um yeah. I I think it's I think it's going to be good. I love the score. Like I love the 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 revamped Spider-Man theme. The OG Spider-Man theme. Yeah. Like that got me. That gave me chills, man. Yep. I was like, "Oh, thank yeah. you. Yep, thank you for this gift." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, main thoughts out of the way. We can get into some some of the more details, uh, specific details stuff. and wild conjectures. Yeah. So here. So after thinking about this a lot, I have a big theory about what this movie is going to be. I think that the villain of the the true villain main villain of this movie is Mephisto and i think really? the yeah and i think the doctor strange that we see at the house when it's all like cold and he's wearing that weird jacket and like he's being a little bit more reckless than you think uh than you would typically think doctor strange would be i think that's because that's not the real doctor strange um, I think that's why in the, they changed in the credit sequence for um, WandaVision. They added Doctor Strange's silhouette to going to where she is. I think Doctor Strange isn't even here for the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie. I think, uh, so, you know, it starts off with Peter kind of dealing with everyone knowing that he's Spider-Man, and it's rough for him, and, you know, people are threatening his family, probably. Right. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So he goes to who he thinks is Doctor Strange. And I think the reason why it's cold in there is because maybe there's some kind of like spell that Strange put on the Sanctum Santorum like while he's not there to like keep people out or something like that. Because mm. I think he's off, you know, dealing with Wanda and being like, what did you just do? You know what I mean? Like that type of yeah. thing. Uh, the, I will say this real quick is uh-huh. that the Sanctum Sanctorum is constantly in a state of like changing. Uh-huh. So at least in the comic books, right. so there's in the new in the new run by Jason, well new run, yeah, <laughs> by Jason Aaron that uh-huh. Jason Aaron started. Um, every time his um, 
assist his new assistant comes in, mm-hmm. there's always something going on. Like it's like gotcha. some spell has gone because he's playing around with spells in there. So it's like something there's typically side effects that happen right. <laughs> in the Sanctum Sanctorum. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just right. saying there is precedence for it just to be a snowy day totally. inside the Sanctum. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love that he was in his sweats with just the cape on. Yeah. <laughs> so I think because I do think the way he's behaving in in the movie is a little out of character from what the Doctor Strange that we've seen. And it could just be a progression of his character. It totally could be. But I but I also feel like later with the uh, I think he's dressed weirdly for a reason. I think that's to tell us that like to kind of signal to the audience that it may not be the Doctor Strange we're used to. Um, And then the scene where. The scene in the trailer where, because uh, one, Doctor Strange is a Sorcerer Supreme. He would know that messing with the multiverse is a bad move. And so, right. like, I don't think he would tell Wong, I'm not going to do it, and then wink at Peter like, we're going to totally do it. <laughs> right. and, then, then, <laughs> and then the scene when they're actually doing the spell, I think all of that is nonsense. I think because the way, so it's either not, it, to me, it's nonsense in one of two ways. One, that is Doctor Strange, and he's simply trying to dissuade Peter from actually wanting to do it um, by, sh- by like, putting on this sort of charade that, like, oh, you know, this, this kind of spell is unstable. We can't do this. Look at, look at what you're doing. Oh, and kind of putting on a show, you know what I mean, for Peter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's that version of it. Magic. Yeah, exactly. And then the other version is it's Mephisto um, – being all loosey goosey and like you know doing knowing that like what they're doing is bad and he's kind of putting on a show for peter because uh and the reason why i think all of this is because i think that the uh, what mephisto ends up offering spider-man like so that first spell that they do i think is just like a show and it goes bad or whatever because i don't think Mm -hmm. there is a quote-unquote spell that mephisto knows because he's not a magician like a he's not a sorcerer he's like a you know he's an entity um i think he's bullshitting and then uh, demon right so what i think he does offer spider-man is he offers spider-man what he wants but it's not a spell i think he offers spider-man an opportunity to, to create a nexus event which will allow him to cross between the multiverse. He probably sells it to Spider-Man as like an opportunity to get what he wants, but it secretly is a way for Mephisto to like create a Nexus event, which will allow his power to be fully realized in this realm or whatever. Because, Mm. and the reason why I think that is one, I think the Doctor Strange that's chasing Peter, seemingly chasing him on the train is the real Doctor Strange because he's in his real garb. He's like real get up. And then uh, there, that shot where Peter is being punched out of his body, yeah. Um, I think only the real Doctor Strange could do that. And then two, um, if you look at a freeze frame of that uh, shot, uh, Peter's body is holding this like green box that I think is the actual thing that Mephisto gives Peter to actually do what Peter wants to be done with the timeline and Dr. Strange. That's why Dr. Strange is chasing Peter. Cause he's like, you, you think you got that from me, but that wasn't the real me. And the thing you're holding is very dangerous. Give it back. But Peter's like, no nah, man, you're, you're, you're lying. This is like the thing I need. And, and I think that's what that whole chase is about. Son. Yes. The safety's off. Please put that box down. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's what I think is going on, and I think that probably le- that's probably the first. I would say that's probably the first. It happens within the first thirty to forty minutes of the movie. Is like we spend about fifteen minutes with Peter, seeing how his life is being ruined, 
and then he has right. the interaction with Doctor Strange, fake Doctor Strange, perhaps. He gets the box, and then real Doctor Strange shows up, and he's like, give me that box. Peter's like, no, and they do that whole chase scene, and then and then he brings Peter to his senses the same way he was brought to his senses by being right. punched, getting his lights literally punched out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my it hits theory. So hard you left your body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's my theory. Um, and so I think Mephisto will be the main villain of the movie. And I and so what that does with the Sinister Six is so the Sinister Six might some of them or one of them or maybe all of them <laughs> I don't know yet <laughs> might the be there to help Peter. Um. Uh. Um, if not all of them, I think, I think Doc Ock is there to help Peter. Um, because, and so there's, I have two theories. One, like Doc Ock is there to help. Well, maybe there's three options, obviously. Maybe they, they really just ruptured the multiverse, uh, and there's these villains showing up and they are the bad guys. Fine. Um, Doc Ock may have also been experimenting in his reality with the multiverse and is there He's just like the first one through and is like there to help Peter with, you know, the the consequences mm-hmm. of the multiverse in Peter's realm, um, which I think is plausible because that, that would be a nice um, turn for Alfred Molina and a good use of him because he's such a likable actor. Yes. Um, and then the third option is they're not really from they're not really the the versions of those characters from the other universes that we've seen. But they are sort of Mephisto's like kind of nether to use a, a Mortal Kombat term like the like a nether realm version of them. They're kind of like the equivalent of like you know my, they're like kind of projections. You know what I mean? Like not projections because they're real, but they're like you know once these people like Mephisto once his power is realized, he can summon versions of people from different multiverses. But like they're not the real version. So like maybe yeah. this version of Doc Ock never really had that fight, like never really existed in the universe that we've seen. It's just some other version of him from some other multiverse. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, totally. No, I know. Exactly I could see it being that. About. That's why we get because if you know the lightning strikes that we see, like the electro strikes are not blue, but they're yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, so and that, and that can explain away why they're a little bit Which different. Which is what Electro's power was supposed to be in the first right. place. <laughs> right. But, you know, whatever. I'm just but, you know, eels and whatnot. I'm just a stickler for the original stuff from the 60s, but that's just me. It's fine. Whatever. So, And I'm kind of leaning more towards that. Like, they are just versions from elsewhere in the multiverse that Mephisto has summoned to do his kind of dirty work. Right. Um, because they've beaten or bested Spider-Man before in other realities. So he's like, let me just, you know, get a version of each of these guys, maybe the the most dastardly version of all of them. You know what I mean? It could, yeah. And, and it could or it could be the one that like you're saying, like maybe he pulls them each from their timeline. Mm-hmm. Like in that moment, they're realizing that there are multiple timelines that they can exist on. Right? right. And they are the they are the villain that in each of their respective timelines, they've killed Spider-Man. Right. I think that's that so he's unleashing yes. the most deadly version of the sinister sticks 100%. to kill Spider-Man to be like I'm not doing it with my bare hands. I'll just let these guys take care of it. Yeah, cuz I can imagine them being like like my the version of Spider-Man I killed was way stronger than you. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like that yeah, type exactly. of thing. Like, wow, you're going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's just a child. You know, I could see that well, being a thing. That's lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, I could see that. Like, yeah, like you're just you're a kid. Like the the Spider Man, the version of Spider Man I have to fight is forty years old, and he knows his shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's forty years old. He's been doing it since he was sixteen. Like yeah. the dude is battle hardened. Like it, the fight was three days long. Exactly. This is gonna be fifteen. I'm gonna wipe the asphalt. With yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of my theory. I think I think it all hinges on. I think Mephisto is is the villain, but totally. And then Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up to save the day. Yeah. I, I could see that yeah, happening as exactly. well. Um, the beautiful yeah. part about once you enter into the multiverse, and it's truly what I've been thinking about a lot mm-hmm. lately with them introducing this, is you could be right or wrong or both. Anything's right. possible. Yep. Uh, also, uh, just some other Easter egg, wild speculation y stuff. Uh, when there's a moment where he's running through like a um, cafeteria. Yeah, like a cafeteria in the black suit. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I from the from playing the um, the Spider-Man games, the second one with Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, Miles Morales's mom runs uh, a, a, like those food, like those community food centers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So th- that could be seeds could be being planted for that as well. We maybe yeah. even get Miles Morales in this movie, perhaps. Um, Maybe not as a Spider-Man yet, but um, I could see that happening. Um, totally. Uh, yeah, that'd be an interesting crossover. Um, and then there's also also the speculation that um, you know Matt Murdock is going to be uh, Spider-Man's lawyer in this, so right. could be some Daredevil stuff in this as well. Which would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That would be great. What's the yeah, guy? Who uh, plays we've him already Charlie seen the what? black and gold suit tease through merchandise leaks. Um, yeah already so that was no surprise although i did have to slow it down because the first time i watched it it looked more like a wakandan black panther costume right than it did anything else which made me be a little like wait what yeah so yeah i um, think the rumor is or the speculation is is this suit that the black suit in the black and gold suit that he's wearing is like a multiverse traversal traversal suit so like he wears that to be able to travel through the multiverse like I don't know. So it's like given to him by keep Dr. all of Strange these outfits in his room. I don't know. <laughs> as a teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we see multiple suits in this. We see like his kind of his normal, like Avengers suit. And then we see yep. the iron spider suit. We yep. see this black suit, black um, and gold. Yeah. The new and, one. And um, with CGI in this trailer, some of these shots might be red herrings. Like there may be shots where he's in one suit, but in actuality in the movie movie, he's in another suit. Yeah. Like, to constantly confuse people because yeah. they have to do that now. Totally. I think that shot yeah. of Doc Ock, I think, is is it's either not finished because they had to uh, they had to rush this out. Um, that's kind of my theory is uh, mm. I don't think this trailer was fully, fully 100 percent done the way they wanted it to be. No, because they wouldn't have released it on a Monday. <laughs> I don't think I think they would have probably <laughs> released it on a Friday. Um, and I think that shot of Doc Ock is not finished. I think he's meant to have. Maybe the the tentacles weren't done or something because mm-hmm. it looks kind of it looks a little kind of rubbery CGI kind of the jacket looks a little weird to me. Like I think maybe he was meant to have something else on, but they just did. All right, just put a big overcoat on him uh, just for this trailer so we can get it out. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is they might have thrown an overcoat on him to make it look like the one from 
Spider-Man 2. However, Mm -hmm. they might have been doing a CGI suit like the classic one from the comics where he doesn't have a coat or anything like that. And it's just like the vest with the, you know, with the onesie, onesie, with the jumpsuit. (laughs) I like onesie. You guys want to put on your onesies and go start some crime? Yeah, I definitely think that it's that's probably more of what it is. I think he's not going to be. Because even the hair is very different. Well, the uh, hair is it's bowl cut. It's yes. more bowl cutty than like it like the original. So yeah. I wonder if he's oh I wonder if his duck art comes from the sixties. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. And you have like a time spin. That would be very interesting. Yeah, I think his Doc Ock is gonna cause he also looks it looks like they've de-aged him a little bit. Um because you know, I've seen recent photos of Alfred Molina. He does not look like that. No, he does not. <laughs> so they probably have a de- they did like a de aging thing, um, which is probably also why it looks a little bit more CGI. Um, I, I can imagine them doing like it, yeah, which I guess lends more credence to like maybe these are just like other multiverse versions of these characters, not necessarily the ones we've seen before. You know, exactly. Because the. I'm looking up a still frame mm-hmm. of. Okay, I don't want to see your tiny. Yeah, and the, and the reason why I, why, I think that Doc Ock is either there to help Spider-Man or that they're like being summoned by Mephisto is that he knows who Peter is, when he shows yeah. up. You know, he says, you know, hello, Peter. Like. But as far as we know, the Spider-Man in his reality doesn't look like Tom Holland. So right. how does he know who he is already? You know what I mean? So totally. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So the still frame I'm looking, <clears throat> you're right. It is very rubbery. It's very CGI. He's got a turtleneck all the way up to his neck. So it's reminiscent of the uh, of the outfit from Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. His hair looks a little bit more OG Doc Ock mm-hmm. from the 60s. Yep. And so do his glasses. Mm-hmm. His glasses have more of that. So I wonder, yeah, I wonder if the CGI parts on the suit wasn't finished. Yeah. And they're going to go more traditional, which would be very cool. Yeah, that would, would be like very to cool. See that. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're, now it is, con- <clears throat> I think it has been confirmed that um, Willem Dafoe is in the movie as, as, uh, Green Goblin again, reprising really? that role. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, I would love it. Yeah, me too. Um, I would love to see him in with outside of that rigid mask and in more of like a original yeah. like setup. Like if they cool. go hooded Green Goblin, Green Goblin, I think that would be really cool. Or Hobgoblin. Yeah, like I would. I would not. I would totally. And that would be a way I'm sure to get around having to have you know a Willem Dafoe on set. You just have him do the voice. And have, you know, do like a 3D sort of motion capped Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. Like you can actually do the, you know, the goblin face and the the hood. I think that'd be really sick. Yes, totally. Especially because I don't, I don't imagine any of these characters will be on screen that long. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll see. And I'm interested to see how they do Electro. It's too. Willem Dafoe's laugh from the first movie. True. So I'm not sure. I'm starting, yeah, I'm starting to think that, yeah, I think the the theory about Mephisto summoning them is 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 more and more appealing to me because I don't even think these are like, because the way they're being set up in the trailer, they don't seem like big final battle scenes. 
No. This seems like the, you know, like the probably the second, like this is probably the act two like fight scene. You know what I mean? The first yeah. one is going to be the chase between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. And I think this is the big act two set piece on this like bridge or whatever, this like highway where they, they mm-hmm. all start showing up. Um, and then I think the third act is Spider-Man and v- versus Mephisto. Um, maybe, maybe it's like a, maybe the set piece is kind of like, um, kind of like he's chase like not chasing him, but like they're having a fight scene through the multiverse, like through different realities and stuff. That'd right. be very interesting. Which would then lend itself to being, um, the black suit if it is a multiverse travel because right. he's freaking out inside the cafeteria that might be a nod to be like see there's miles morales right you know kind of like oh all the stuff you want it's coming yep i can you know, totally that, see that. that would be a good way to do it too yeah um and uh what else was i gonna say there was one more thing oh um shoot and now, oh, it it is also rumored. So apparently, a lot of stuff leaked for Sony this week. And oh, did it? I apparently, missed that. a plot, a plot synopsis or plot sort of like overview or synopsis leaked online. Mm-hmm. And um, all that I saw was, and this is not a spoiler necessarily, but there's a major death in this movie. Ooh, and you know the speculation is it's either going to be, it, it could be Ned. It could be Aunt May, which I'm probably thinking I'm leaning more towards Aunt May, and it could be yeah. MJ. Um, but who could knows? be all three. Could be all three. Um, but it, yeah, there's a major death that happens at the end of this, and I Do guess it, th- in the sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, just real quick. In, no, from what I saw, um, from what I have heard, in in a storyline like that, they seem to be pulling from for this movie. Uh, Spider-Man makes a deal with Mephisto and one of the in he makes a deal with Mephisto because Aunt May is ac- is accidentally killed by a sniper bullet mm. that they're trying someone a sniper is trying to shoot Spider-Man and shoots Aunt May instead and that is the motivation for him to make the deal with Mephisto to like undo people knowing him uh, knowing that he's Spider-Man. So if they if they are cribbing from that then maybe Aunt May dies in this. Um but we'll see. Or or MJ, which would yeah. also link, which would align Peter's desires to use the multiverse to bring people back. Right. The, of put him in line with Scarlet Witch. Yeah, which is why he would put up such a fight against um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. If uh, you know, to to hold on to whatever that box is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, dude, I want to bring MJ back, or I want to bring Aunt May back, or Ned. You know what I mean? Um, and which, which could is a really be, reason to knock you out of your body, right? right. Which could be a really nice, which could set up for a really nice because if the whoever it is, if the person dies in the first act, right, and that is like sort of like the motivation for Spider Man to be doing all this, it sets up a nice moment in the third act where, in in the middle of like sort of or at the culmination of fighting Mephisto, um, through the multiverse like he has a like a maybe a moment of closure with another version of whoever it is that died in the multiverse Mm -hmm. i think that could be really cool like maybe he runs into another mj in another reality and gets to have the final moment with her that he never got to have in the first place i think that could be potentially interesting and you know emotionally kind of nice so who knows? That'd be cool. Uh, plus, if you get rid of MJ, it frees you up to add his next uh, love interest, which is a uh, black cat. True. So you could do it that way. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. 
this trailer simultaneously gave me everything I wanted and also nothing at the same time. <laughs> right. It's a good trailer. Which is, it's just, that's why it was, the minute it ended, I was like, that was a good trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny. Like we managed to talk for like 30 minutes about truly, truly speculative stuff that is not Absolutely hinted at nothing. at all in this trailer. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, well, there's the other thing that you can talk about where they're walking into school and there's the guy that's covering his face that has a feed photo of Parker and it says the devil inside right. it's like people are just like that confirms Mephisto and I'm like that confirms nothing <laughs> yeah it confirms nothing yeah it and especially nothing. I know you're all trying to be the yeah. one that's like I call it first like but none of you know yeah so why don't you all just be quiet yeah um, like unless it's truly definitive like if it's a pumpkin bomb rolling on screen with Willem Dafoe's laughter then it's like well that confirms the goblin right you know Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus like there we go but a sign that a dude's covering his face like it could be it could yeah. be. It also could just not be. And because Kevin Feige and Marvel love to mess with people, mm -hmm. it also might be one of those things that's in there specifically for that reason that we never see again in the real movie. Yeah. And I also wouldn't put it in. And this is another small like <laughs> detail that is probably nothing, but this is how my nerd brain works. I think mm -hmm. another thing that points to Mephisto is the fact that uh, <laughs> we see Doctor Strange uh, when he's in his goofy outfit like light that fire like uh -huh. I know he has the ability probably to do that Doctor Strange but it just seemed like such a specific thing to put in the trailer that I'm like maybe that is Mephisto you know what I mean <laughs> maybe you know deep cuts upon deep cuts upon deep cuts yeah so um, so funny but yeah we'll see uh, all in all I'm very excited uh, it comes out in December I think December 17th 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 okay yeah 17th. Um, I cannot wait <laughs> I'm excited man it's gonna yeah. be good I'm gonna need to rewatch all the other ones leading up to it or uh, it'll, not it'll Maybe be it'll cold, cold by then What's you know, up? like we'll be it'll be cold by then. Oh, again. I know, dude. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like good weather finally. Yeah, we'll be able we to wear, wear pants jackets. and jackets again. <laughs> jackets and jeans and be outside in the cold and just go, you know, get a warm beverage, not because you like hot drinks, which is I hate that term, but because <laughs> yeah. it's like cold enough to like warrant having yeah. a cup of coffee or a hot chocolate like in your hand. Yes. Yeah, dude. Just yes, please. Uh, you just in the theater, hot popcorn, dude. Oh, oh yeah. You know when you leave, wait. it's gonna be so super cold. <laughs> yeah. Like bundle. Oh, I miss it. I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be so good. And between now and now and then, we got some, uh, I think, as far as movies, the only one between now and then from Marvel is, is Shang-Chi, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's looking good, man. Did yeah. you watch the most recent trailer? I did. Yeah, it looks great. looks great. Yeah, it looks, looks like, like a, a lot of fun. fun. adventure. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. They uh some of the there are reviews uh coming out about it now because we're close to mm -hmm. it coming out and apparently it's very good like it's yeah people have been saying positive things it's a about very it. strong you know Marvel standalone origin story and totally I'm I'm here for it totally I like that uh, I like that the lead is Simu is uh really aggro on the tweets anytime anybody <laughs> says anything like remote like it's like it's one of those I'm like bro yeah you gotta like. <laughs> calm down a little bit like yeah. not everybody's trying to disparage your all you're all um you know you're all asian cast and i think it's great but like i don't want to say don't be so touchy but maybe don't be so touchy mm -hmm. some people just don't know how to word things correctly but they're in support of you like let them be allies <laughs> yeah um yeah I, i'm i'm ex i'm excited for for that yeah. i can't wait to it see it it looks good man i'm gonna it's gonna i think it will I think more than anything else, I know how everybody is like, Black Widow's phase four. I'm like, Black Widow is a movie that has no phase. Right. 
it's a movie that exists outside of anything. Yeah, it takes place between a bunch of movies. Like it's not it's not yeah. within a phase. Yeah, with a bunch of characters that don't really lend itself into bleeding into the rest of the MCU as a whole. Right. So that's oh, why I, I go black. We also have Eternals in November. I forgot about. Yes, that. Yes, that was the other thing I was going to say. Have you seen the most recent Eternals? The, yes, I just watched the trailer yeah. a couple times we, the other day. We talked yeah. it. We texted about it, and then we never talked about it. Yeah, I think it looks good. Um, I. I uh, yeah, I think it looks great. I, they only show, from what I understand, two of the deviants, right? Yeah, but the problem is that the design they're going with makes uh-huh. them, they go with the little bit of the later run art style of the deviants, which okay. they just look like different different colored skin. It looks like people from Guardians of the Galaxy, like the alien races, uh-huh. that could easily, maybe with extra eyes, that could probably easily be integrated into our society, given what with uh, what the Earth has seen and gone through right? Like over the last th- stuff. I want... The reason why I texted you about it, why I was a little bit disappointed about it, is I think the Deviants, if you're going to make them villains and you're truly going to make them scary, mm-hmm. you want it to be look like corrupted versions of the Eternals. And if the Eternals are perfect yeah. and gods, right, yeah. then you want them to be so abhorrent and on the other scale. Like the Neil Gaiman run, they have like multiple faces and heads growing out of places where there shouldn't be and like uh, okay. faces that talk like on their back and they're constantly telling to shut up and like their their bellies have giant mouths and it's like it's they're just yeah. they're like they're nightmare fuel they're pure yeah. nightmare fuel and these but they also kind of look humanoid these ones just look like if they walked out you'd be like oh aliens are here are you friendly yeah <laughs> except for that giant dog one Oh, with the wings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's not so not so cute. But yeah. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like the yeah, ones no, that they you. have, it's they're not as scary. Yeah. Like if I want villains for Eternals, if the if the if the deviants are supposed to be corrupted versions of the Eternals, let's make them look like it. Yeah. I do like uh we see one shot of uh, a celestial at the end of the trailer mm-hmm. and I I think that is amazing. I can't wait for those scenes. I think might be the gold celestial that created the Eternals to protect Mm -hmm. Earth. The rest of it, the idea, at least in Gaiman's run, which is the one I'm the most familiar about, uh, Mm -hmm. the the celestials created these planets like Earth as sort of test tubes. It works on the idea that God, or whatever you you consider God to be, Mm -hmm. right? Like the you know the the higher power Mm -hmm. um, creates. Like this is what they think about the string theory is sometimes that it's different simulation runs mm-hmm. that this that this higher power is setting. It's like a top, right? Yeah. He's setting it, spinning it, and whatever happens, happens. Right. And so it's like the Celestials did that with different planets, except for this gold Celestial that created the Eternals to protect Earth. And so it's always kind of had a relationship with Earth. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not super f- familiar deep in. I did a crash course real quick just with what Marvel had to offer to kind of familiarize myself with the franchise mm-hmm. before the movie came out. But yeah, so that's kind of Celestials are cool. Um, I mean, they're immortals. So Thanos was an immortal. So that kind of there's a little bit of I'm sure they'll talk about that, which will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um all in all, it looks it looks fun. Yeah, I'm excited about the the like those scenes interacting with the celestials, like mm-hmm. like because the just the sheer scale of it, like it, they're so oh, gigantic. Yeah. Uh, well, it, plus, it sets the stage for Galactus. Yes, yes, who's a celestial as well. Yeah, so I'm excited to see the uh, who they decided to cast, like to do the voices of the celestials, because that'll be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I wonder if this is going to be released in IMAX, because that would be really cool. It uh, seems like a movie that would be released in IMAX. Yeah, it seems like a like it has a big enough scale for that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to I, the. I'm looking forward to that movie specifically because it feels so different from everything else that the that uh, the Marvel universe has put out so far, 
And mm-hmm. I'm always excited by that. Anytime there's yeah. a Marvel movie that kind of like deviates is an, and is like, no pun intended, but it's like <laughs> it, 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 anytime it deviates and kind of becomes its own thing and has its own vibe, like I'm really about that. So this 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 seems like Marvel's Dune in a lot of ways, you know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like exactly. their big space kind of can, epic. It can let it can lend itself to that kind right. of yeah, which. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, it was filmed for IMAX. So sweet. Yeah, I will. I, I will try to see it in IMAX. I would like to see it in the IMAX ratio as well. Uh, speaking of Dune, did you see the most recent trailer? All that kind of stuff, like yeah. the poster releases, character posters, yeah. and all that. The runtime is supposed to be two and a half hours, and apparently that's only for part one. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. If y'all wanted to see Dune as a book on screen, apparently that's exactly what we're getting, and I'm <laughs> very excited for it. Yeah, I I really hope. Um, Oh man, I really hope uh so have you have you heard anything about the Bond situation right now? James you know, Bond. S- strangely enough, I haven't. Okay. So that movie was just delayed again. Um and it's kind of in a, a weird spot because so in order for there was an article I guess I, I heard about this on um uh Mr. Sunday Movies uh YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about apparently there was an article that came out that said in order for No Time to Die to m- break even essentially at the box office with its production budget and its advertising budget, it would have to make something like. Um, oh, man, what was the number? I think it needs to make like. Can't remember. It's like some crazy amount of money. Like it needs to make a lot of money in order for it to like, um, in order for it to break even at the box office, mm-hmm. which puts it in a tough position because you know COVID is still going on. There's a Delta variant, and so like that's why they keep delaying it is because they want it to have a full theatrical release to try to get as much money as possible. But at the same time, right. if they keep delaying it. Uh, they said that they're running up against the wall of like there's certain product placement and certain like elements in the movie that are out of date now <laughs> because you know the movie was supposed to come out like almost a year ago and it's like yep. not out so like it's kind of yeah they're kind of up against a wall over there um, with MGM or whoever just bought I think Amazon bought MGM uh, so we'll yeah. see uh, we'll see what ends up happening with that Um I think which they is weird just because they're it. also owned. Uh, so Eon Productions, which is also a major production studio for this for mm-hmm. the Bond movies, is owned by Stone. Is owned by Sony. Oh, okay. So you got Sony and Amazon. Amazon owning MGM. Got gotcha. Sony having a deep, deep, deep in the pockets of whatever production. You know, yeah. they own like two of the three production companies that like create the Bond franchises. So yeah, be interesting. October eighth is now the release date. October the other 8th. problem too is that if they keep releasing it. People are just gonna not want to see it, right? If you do, if you delay it so long, like people are just gonna not be excited anymore. It's like mm-hmm. this, like forgot this movie even happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Truthfully, I mean, with pandemic and everything, I'm like, oh yeah, that movie came out. Oh, I should watch that. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just so, I don't know, man. I just go at some point. Yeah. I go 2020, 2021. Let's just. Chalk them up to a wash. Just release the years and understand. Release the movies and understand we're not going to make money this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, would you rather? Because truthfully, if you wait too long, it's going to kill. It's going to kill the momentum that the movie has, and then you're going to end up with less money, even if you release it because you've waited too long. Yeah. So apparently, 
and this is from uh, movieweb.com uh, mm-hmm. because of growing uh, growing costs of no time to die with uh, you know because they're going to have to do another advertising run they're they're having to digitally Yo. replace certain things um the it has to make 900 million dollars just to break even which 900 what? million dollars with no pandemic is a lot of money for a movie to make <laughs> that is a big ask yeah so i i think i think uh, amazon is just going to have to eat this you know what i mean and and they have if to. there's one company that on earth that could do it is amazon <laughs> well disney yeah and disney and apple maybe but it's like just do it just put it out you just release it like be done yeah, just, just understand it chalk and, it up to the fact yes. that it's not going to be a monetary gain for you yeah. but d- what you get but the thing is, if you, if they wait too long, then they're going to lose the momentum, which means that the next James Bond movie that they try to come out with, no one's going to want to go see because everybody remembers how long they pushed it back. Right. So it's like you're already losing momentum for your next film if you don't get it out already. Yeah, they just have to put it out. Just pull the trigger, man. Yeah. Like, be done. Be done trying to put it off. It's the same thing with, like, I don't know, and I don't know all the super details, but the same thing about suing movie the- like movie companies mm-hmm. for not making as much money as they promised you. Okay, so yeah. guess what? It's 2020, 2021. Yeah. Like, have you been alive? Do you see what's happening? <laughs> yeah. You're just not going to win this year. Yeah. These two years. Like, chalk it up to a loss, move mm-hmm. on, yep. and let's just be able to enjoy the entertainment. Because if you turn around and sue, what that tells me is I go, oh, you're just like, it damages your reputation as an individual if you turn around and sue the movie company for, well, I didn't, because basically what it sounds like, well, I didn't get as much money because I'm a millionaire. It's like, oh, you're greedy too? Yeah. Why yeah. would I want to support your film career then? Yeah. <laughs> like, just chalk yep. it up to a loss. Move on, man. Yeah. Totally. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening with Bond, but I'm uh, excited to see it when it comes out. Hopefully it comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I want to see it, but also kind of like, can it be sooner rather than later? Because I don't want it to be this thing being such a James Bond fan. I don't want it to be a thing where it's like I find out a week after it was released uh-huh. and talk to you and be like, hey, did you see the new Bond movie? Like, they finally put it out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, uh, yeah, so many movies have been delayed. I mean, Venom got delayed like three weeks. Uh, more, more the um the Morbius, Mo- Mobius, Mor- Morbius. Is that movie even happening? We yeah. don't know. <laughs> well, so the thing with that movie is the thing that it's a movie. Movies, yeah, the thing with that movie is it's a movie. Um, no, the the thing with that movie is apparently Venom is supposed to be in it, like he's supposed to have a a small role in it, like a okay. cameo or something like that. And so you, I know it was originally intended for that movie to come out first. So if it doesn't, they may Wait, have to retool that hold movie. Hold up, M- Morbius was supposed to come out before Venom. Oh yeah, because we got a Morbius trailer like a year yeah. ago. No, like I got that. Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that and hinge it upon? Why would you do that? I've so, yeah. Man, I, why I, is it that Sony cannot understand <laughs> the w- way to successfully make that happen? Yeah. I think they were kind of film alternates. Yeah. <laughs> don't put them in the movie initially. Yeah. And that way, if your timing gets messed up, you're not beholden to this one. Oh my God. Yeah. I think they just don't want to, they want they don't want to take an L on, you know, the amount of money they can make in theaters with it. But I'm like, dude, it's too late at this point. Just put it out. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, James Bond has the James Bond franchise going for it. Right. So you get a little bit more cachet. You can move it around a little bit more. Right. right? Morbius has nothing. 
yeah thing and given the fact that jared leto's career lately he's been a real weird like cult leader on some island off the coast of like fucking greece yeah like with his big i'm a i'm jesus it's like i don't want to see morbius now yeah like so either release it now and take a knee yeah or you just let the pr build and build and build negatively stacking against your property Mm -hmm. until it becomes unreleasable and yeah. then you eventually like put it into straight to video anyway. Or maybe they're at this point they're counting on Venom doing well, and then then sort of riding the success of that into to, to try to boost the Morbius numbers. You know? Okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm trying know. to get in the mind Who of knows, C- man. Uh, I have a Sony hard time um, thinking that it's going to boost those uh, boost those Morbius numbers when the uh, CGI looks like it's from two thousand and two. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Um, I know. Yeah. Derek, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at, at Cinephile84, C-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-E-8-4 on Instagram and at Derek underscore Nickel. It's D-E-R-E-K underscore N-I-C-K-E-L on Twitter. You can find me at Asan the DJ uh, across social media. That's at A H S O H in the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media or at weeklyregular.com. Derek, thanks so much again for coming on the show, man. This was fun. My pleasure. All right. I'll talk to you soon, and we will see y'all next week.